Klausi-Eisen von Leuchtenberg. And a new Irish record for Phil Healy, 22.99. Christy Cooney hands over the Sam McGuire Cup to Graham Canty, Cork All-Ireland Champions for the seventh time ever. Hello and welcome to the Star Sport Podcast. My name is Jack McCarran of the Southern Star and I'm joined as always by Star Sport Editor Kieran McCarty. And on a weekend when two giants of the heavyweight division clashed under the bright lights of the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas, two heavyweights of the League of Ireland Premier Division clashed at Oriel Park as league champions Dundalk welcomed their old foes Cork City to town. And not unlike the result in Vegas, which saw Tyson Fury completely dominate the now former champion Deontay Wilder. A comfortable 3-0 win for Dundalk was just further evidence of how far City have fallen in the last 18 months. On this week's show, we'll be joined by sports journalist Dennis Hurley to ask why it has all gone wrong but at for- Turner's Cross. Oh, sorry, Jack, I nearly cut across you there. I'm very eager to get going with the next section, but... First, we look at three, lo- three local news stories from the past week. Um, there's going to be new Beamish Cup champions crowned in West Cork after Spartak Mosgrove dethroned the reigning champions Togar Celtic 3-1 in a quarter-final tie last weekend. Goals from Daniel Toomey, Josh O'Donovan and Dennis Fahey have put Spartak through to the last four and they'll be joined there by Dunmanway Town who beat Doris 5-0 in another quarter-final. Interesting too to see how the new GA rules are already affecting um, local um, GEA because in a Kelleher Shield game last Sunday morning in, in Arda, Carby Rangers had to play for, for at, with 12 men at one stage of the second half after two of their players were sin binned and they had a player also sent off in the first half. So to play supposed for 10 minutes with 12 men obviously took its toll on Carby Rangers and they lost 315 to 29 against Kilimartra. So, like I said, the GEA rules interesting to see how they're already affecting local GEA. Great to see too that Darren Sweetnam was back in Munster Colours last Friday night and he scored a try in Munster's 28-0 away win against Sibri in the Pro 14. That was Darren's first start, or first appearance for Munster since last October. So that's good news to see the Dunmanway men back in action. And just on some of the points, you've listed Derek Kieran with the big local news stories. I just give a shout out to Spartak who beat Toker. We played Spartak two weeks ago in the Championship and I have to say they were in very impressive football inside. They were probably a class above us on the day. We were missing some players, but I'm not surprised to see them beating yeah. Premier Division opposition. We played them twice this year. They beat us twice and both times. They were far and away. They're probably the best team we played this season, so no surprises to see them going far in the cup. And they're on a roll at the moment because, like you said, they beat G a couple of weeks ago and they've also got promoted to the Premier Division for next year. And Baltimore also played another promoted team last weekend. You played Mizzen and Mizzen got a late goal through John Cullinan and they're also going forward to the Premier Division next year. What you make of Mizzen? Yeah, Mizzen, as always, are very solid. They don't make many mistakes. They're good at the back and they don't have a weak link in the whole side. I've now played Mizzen five times, I think, since I started playing soccer in the West Cork League and each and every time it's been a tough tough game we've we've yet to beat them we got a draw I think twice but um, yeah no Mizzen a very good side and they'll give any team in the Premier Division a tough day out next year especially down in Goalean they played us on the Baltimore Road last Sunday 
and it was nip and tuck they missed a lot of chances they were probably deserved winners on the day but I wouldn't be surprised to see them stay up and compete for a place in the top half of the Premier Division next season Shout out too to John Cullinan who got the winner for Mizzle last weekend 48 years old and still going strong and he'll be back in Goleen Colours and on the football field again with Colleen this year uh, sometimes when I play matches I'm almost commentating in my head and Mizzen had missed, I would say, five guilt edge opportunities. Gerard McCarthy, or yeah, Gerard McCarthy has a match report in this week's paper where he goes through some of the misses. But in the 87th minute, John Conan picked up the ball in midfield. I was playing midfield against him. I probably should have been marking him, but it broke through. And I said to myself in my head, this lad won't miss. Because all their younger players had kind of missed chances under pressure because they needed to win to secure promotion. But when Conan was through, I said to myself, this lad is not going to miss. And sure enough, he slotted at home and they took all three points experience comes yeah absolutely uh, coming up now after the break we're going to chat to Dennis Hurley about the plight of Cork City thanks for listening to the Star Sport Podcast the only podcast dedicated to all things sport in West Cork don't forget to pick up this Thursday Southern Star newspaper including our award winning sports section with everything a West Cork sports fan could want in shops across West Cork and online from anywhere in the world via www.southernstar.ie forward slash e-paper The Southern Star and the Star Sport Podcast number one for sport in West Cork Cork City's start to the League of Ireland this season could scarcely have been any worse. They've lost all three of their opening games, conceding 10 goals in the process and scoring none. This is coming on the back of a season which saw them finish third from bottom. You only have to go back three years to their famous double winning season, so I guess the question we want to ask today is why has it all gone so wrong? Yeah, that's a tough question to ask, Jack. And you're, and you're, you're going straight into there. Like you said, Eric Cork City have had a pretty poor start to the season. They've lost their first three games. Um, in fairness, the the draw wasn't kind to them because they've had Shamrock Rovers and Dundalk away in two of the first three games. And to be fair, you wouldn't expect them to take much from that because Shamrock Rovers and Dundalk will be two of the favourites, or they are the two favourites in the Premier Division this year. Go back to the league opener. Um, that's a very disappointing result for Cork City. They lost at home to newly promoted Shelburne. And that's really a game that if City are trying to harbour any... I suppose ambitions of mid-table or even touching on a European place they need to be beating teams like Shells at home so it's been a pretty poor start to the season on the field off the field there's been a couple of um, worrying noises too and no better man to talk to and to explain all this than Dennis Hurley who um, who covers Cork City on a, on a weekly basis so I caught up with Dennis earlier just to find out more about what's happening off the field because it came to light, um, Jack, last weekend that Cork City were a couple of hours away from going out of existence. And that's that's a scary thought when you just think back a couple of years ago when they won a double under John Caulfield. Yet here they are now and their, their actual future is under threat and a takeover looks like their only viable option to survive. So, like I said, I caught up with Dennis Hurley earlier to find out what's going on with Cork City. Uh, we're, we're joined on the line by Dennis Hurley, who was in Oriel Park on Monday night as Cork City's poor start to the season continued. Dennis, it was a 3-0 loss away to Dundalk. That's three league defeats in a row. It's um, it's a pretty poor start to the season for City. It's, it is, Kieran, yeah. Um, as well as when the Victors came out, you were looking at the fact that they were away to Sam McCrovers and Dundalk in the first three games, and you knew it would be difficult to get something from that. So the fact that they lost to Shelburne at home in the opening night kind of really put them under pressure. Um, and then the, 
the game Friday night. They could play the whole second half with only 10 men and Rovers really took advantage of that. I think Monday night was a bit of an improvement in performance um, to some degree, but still it was it was almost kind of what had been expected beforehand. You know, there wasn't any real surprise about how it went. Um, Dundalk were superior and it, it was almost a, a case of damage limitation for City at times. How much hope, or were there glimmers of hope that City can take from Monday night and use towards the game against Finn Harps um, this weekend? Um, there were there were some, to be fair. Um, I suppose it, it, it's a, it's a very new team and it's still gelling, so more time they've been together. They've obviously benefited from um, the, the, the the thing is that Friday night is, is effectively a relegation six points, or even at this early stage of the season, even though half, to be fair have a win and a draw from their first three matches. So they're closer to the top of the table than the bottom now. Um, and City and Sligo are without a point and without a goal. And that's a big worry for City fans that they just they don't know where the goals are going to come from. When they look at the team, um, that the attacking options are, I suppose, raw and unproven um, to a, a, a large degree. And it, it's, it's very much a case of... Um, you know, brought an expectation on the goals scoring front last season. Chile only scored 29 goals in their 36 games. I think down from 71 the previous season. Mm-hmm. It, it's looking like something similar this year. And you know, if you're not scoring much, you need to be defending well. And at the moment, they're not defending as well as they need to be to um, counteract the shortage of goals. If that makes sense. Yeah, and you kind of mentioned there that it's a new team again with Cork City. Like the player turnover from the last couple of years has been um, ex- extraordinary. You have a piece in this Thursday, Thursday Southern Star, and you you mentioned that Gerard Morrissey is the only survivor from 2017 in Cork starting lineup against Shells last Friday night. Like that's yeah. that's a big turnover. It is. It's huge, um, and it, it's just down to the reduction in in the, the budget available, and um, that's. They haven't been able to hang on to the players who won themselves aware, and that that's all linked into the the financial turmoil that club finds itself in. Um, you know they were effectively uh, only a couple of hours away from going out of business before they secured a deal with Preston, so that they were able to get the Premier Division license, and that would have been a, a complete disaster. Obviously, the the fact that there's a team at all, and you know even if they are struggling near the bottom of the table, is a source of comfort for the city fans. Um, and I suppose now things are in a bit of flux because there's rumours that um, Preston's owner Trevor Hemmings is looking to take over City which would mean a change away from their fan-owned model which unfortunately while, while the, the club was fan-owned when they went to Dublin in 2017 things have gone downhill since then and you know if you're looking ahead uh, a support-owned club could only ever hope to survive but you know, as a lower Premier Division team or even as a first season team, rather than a side capable of challenging Dundalk and Chamber Rovers. It's, it's incredible to think, like you mentioned there, that the the club was within hours of going out of existence, and even their application for a Premier Division license um, was in danger of, of of being rejected up up until the last minute. Um, I suppose for City fans and even soccer fans in general, they'll be asking, how how has it come to this? Yeah, the, the, it's, the, it's the question that, that seems to come up every few years. You find the there's a crisis every season with, with some club, um, and obviously all that is exacerbated now with uh, with the FAI uh, 
the situation and the revelations. Um, you know, it's uh, uh, you'd say if the FAI can't look after their own house, how are they supposed to keep an eye on the, the clubs that they're supposed to be guardians over? And the, the government has always kind of had that problem with the small core supporters and teams in well would attract more fans, but those fans might necessarily stay when things go bad and the clubs will over overshoot in the search for success and the elusive European glory that you know that everyone's looking for but only one or two teams will ever achieve. So you're going to have casualties and it's it, 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 it's a case of lessons if not being learned. We've seen it countless times though the teams from Cork over the years have gone out of business. Other teams have come and gone. Um and it's it's just uh, a constant boom in bus cycles, um, but with a lot more busts than boom. Is this how to take over by Trevor Hemming? So is that the only viable option for Cork City to kind of to survive going into the future? I I think it is, yeah. I was talking to Brian Lennox, who is a former owner of City, um, and he feels that, you know, it would be great if, if you could make a success of the supporter own club, but it doesn't look possible unfortunately and for stability and just you know, like you say, viability. Uh, you need to have someone with deep pockets who was doing this um, almost from an emotional point of view rather than a, a business uh, point of view. And from that, you know, from that vantage point, it does seem that uh, a takeover would be the, the best option, yeah. Because what all Cork City fans want to see is is City challenging the likes of Shamrock Rovers and Dundalk. But at the moment, I suppose that, that, that's, that's far from the mind. So, if a if a new owner came in, that could put City back on the track to becoming challengers again in the future. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, for now, though, it's just a case of trying to trying to um, ensure Premier Division survival. Uh, you know, at the start of the season, the manager Neil Finn was kind of saying he'd hope City would would kind of be able to be challenging upper mid table and even pushing for Europe, and that might still happen mm-hmm. uh, as the team does get and develop, but. Right now, it is um, it is a case of being in a relegation battle, and you have to get out of it quickly. And that's why the game against Finn Harps this Friday night, like you said, it's a six point already. You feel City need kind of need to get something from this game just to have something to build on going into the next few weeks. Oh, absolutely! I think I think a win is essential, no matter how it's achieved. Just something just to get the fans cheering again, give the players a bit of belief, and just yeah, to have something to build on. Cheers. Good stuff, Dennis. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to the Star Sport Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to all things sport in West Cork. Don't forget to pick up this Thursday Southern Star newspaper, including our award-winning sports section with everything a West Cork sports fan could want. In shops across West Cork and online from anywhere in the world via www.southernstar.ie forward slash e-paper. The Southern Star and the Star Sport Podcast. Number one for sport in West Cork. Welcome back to the Star Sport Podcast. And before we wrap up today's show, as always at this time, we're going to preview what's to come in this week's Southern Star Sports section. And as Kieran is modelling for us now, for those of you watching on video, and he's going to explain to those of you listening at home, there's a very special competition in this week's Southern Star, which we think all sports fans from West Cork will be eager to enter. Um, anyone who listens to this podcast knows we're big fans of Conor Horan and what he has done for West Cork sport over the last couple of years. And 
To celebrate Connor being crowned the 2019 West Cork Sports Star of the Year, we have two autographed Ireland jerseys from Connor to give away to lucky readers in this Thursday's Southern Star newspaper. All you have to do to be with a chance of winning one of these fantastic prizes is pick up a copy of this of the paper, go to the sports, sports section, turn to page three, and given all the instructions here, and answer the very, very simple question and post your entry into us here at the Southern Star. And you can see like these Ireland jerseys, I think they're cracking jerseys, isn't they? One of my favorite Ireland jerseys in a long time, and they're signed personally by Conor Horan. We have one adult's jersey size large and one kid's jersey size large to give away. So do you, think, do you think you'd fit into the large adults one? I would squeeze into that with a bit of room to spare, I think. So um, no, great price. I see here, signed by Connor. Um, sent all the way from Birmingham from, from Connor. So we really do appreciate that. Thanks, Connor, for popping those jerseys over to us. So pick up Thursday Star for more details on how you Who can wouldn't get your want heads. to win this prize? And with the, with the playoffs coming up quite soon, it's, oh. the, it's, the, it's, it's the perfect prize. Hang this up in your man cave or give it to your nephew for his birthday. Give it to your niece for her confirmation. I'm running out of family members and... Or give it yourself as, as a or treat. just keep it for your own. Just treat yourself. Treat yourself. So pick up Thursday Star. See how you can get your hands on a Conor Horahan jersey. So um, plenty coming up in this week's Southern Star sports section. Apart from the Conor Horahan um, jersey giveaway competition. And one of my favourite pieces actually this week is an interview with Joan Healy. Um, I have a big interview with Joan Healy. And she's the older sister of Ireland's fastest woman Phil Healy and sometimes Joan is forgotten you know because when your sister holds three national records isn't on course to go to your Olympic Games um, it's easy to forget that it was Joan Healy was the trailblazer in the Healy household in Ballinine so with the National Senior Indoor Championships coming up this weekend I caught up with Joan Healy to chat about her she's had a great indoor season so far she's um, hit an equal PB in the 60 metres so it's just a very, very interesting interview from Joan, who talks about her struggles in 2019, how close she was to walking away from athletics, how her sister helped her stay in athletics. And now with a couple of tweaks to her to her training and a change in personnel too, she's reaping the awards. She's running faster than she ever has before. So it really is a very, very interesting and great read in Thursday's Southern Star. And we've plenty more besides that. Um, the Cork footballers, Jack, are going strong. They got their fourth win in a row last weekend. They beat Tipperary. I caught up with Ronan McCarthy earlier to have a chat about the win over Tip. And that puts Cork on the cusp of promotion now. And um, they're playing Derry at home on Sunday. And if they win that, they'll be on 10 points. And that's the target that Ronan set for them at the outset of the league. And you'll always say they'd be almost guaranteed promotion if they can beat Derry on Sunday plenty more besides that um, so yeah definitely worth picking up this week's Southern Star Jack again packed with sport and if you can't make it to a shop on Thursday you can always avail of the Southern Star's digital edition online by clicking on to www.southernstar.ie forward slash e-paper and Kieran, before you wrap up today's show I just want to get a cheap plug in there for something I'm involved in this Friday night, the Island River Boxing Club, Skibbereen's one and only boxing club, are hosting a charity fight night in the club on Market Street in Skibbereen. This Friday from 7pm with all proceeds going to Down Syndrome, West Cork and the Island River Boxing Club. So if you enjoy boxing, if you were inspired by what you saw from Tyson Fury last Saturday night, Sunday morning, come down to the Island River Boxing Club on Friday night and you'll see me in action. 
and see how I compare to Tyson Fury. Or if you're annoyed listening to me every week, you'll probably get to see me take some heavy punches to the face. Just on Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, how would your walk on music be, Jack? Uh, well, I tell you what, I'll tell you a story about walk on music. <laughs> <laughs> when I was boxing in my youth for a different boxing club, they used to hold a show every year where they were treated like a big Vegas fight night. So you'd pick your music, you'd get to walk on. It was a big ring in a ballroom with dinner tables and like hundreds of people there. So it was a big deal at the time. So you get to pick your walk on music. And I picked at the time, <laughs> pretty lame at the time, but Joe Budden, Pump It Up, a rap song, Joe from the time from kind of like early 2000s so I was that was my favourite song at the time but when I actually walked out the song they played was I get knocked down but I get up again which I walked out to you know flabbergasted with not the ideal tune you want to be playing when you're a boxer because the thing you're trying to achieve as a boxer is not to get knocked down so uh, yeah. was it an act song did you get knocked down I, I, didn't, I, I didn't get knocked down I think I actually won that fight but uh, yeah so that's the only time I've actually had the chance to choose entrance music because unfortunately amateur boxing is not nearly as glamorous mm. as professional boxing best look this weekend Jack hope you get a big crowd there so um, hopefully I'm not going to but- butcher the ending like I did last week so thanks everyone for listening to this week's Star Sport Podcast we'll be back at the same time next week so if you enjoy these shows Please make sure to rate, review and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Acast, Stitcher or wherever else you listen to the show. Like a true professional.